0: I took my lad to Leeds. Not what we're hoping for, but at least we still do sit top of the league. We couldn't watch the match. We tried to get dodgy streams, but they were absolutely none. No, we didn't. None. Please. No, no, we didn't. No, we there's,
1: didn't. A lot, there's a lot of investigation going on into Leeds right now, and we don't want to add to that. <laughs> yeah. So, but, no. We, we, listened, we listened to LUTV live audio stream. Of which um, is about what about five minutes behind, as yes. we discovered. Yes. As much as I love it, and I think it's great, and we've got actually some uh, fans from LUTV that listen to this podcast. Please sort out that stream. So I mean, I mean, I don't know. It might not even be their fault. I think it's probably it's probably more likely our internet because it's absolutely bobbins. I am absolutely pumped for this podcast. I have got so much to splurt out about today's game and the last week it is unbelievable i mean we've just said we put down the notes for the podcast haven't we? And you just got oh my god there's a lot there there is so much me and lad want to talk about and, I, and i'm afraid i might have to convert more of this in this episode because you're not feeling too good are you yeah you're feeling a bit Ill. let's try and get through everything let, let, let's just go straight to the stoke game okay and there's a few things i want to start with this is now four defeats in five for Leeds, okay. And today, it was a slog. It was an absolute slog to get any any kind of chance, any kind of a uh, consistency. Let me just shut. Let me just retort the stats that we've got here, okay. These are the stats from today's match. Possession, seventy-one percent. It's kind As of usual. like <laughs> it's the norm, isn't it? Yeah. It's the norm to get. 70 plus all the time. Okay, we get that. That doesn't mean we're going to win games. For leads, it's weird. Despite having such high possession, it doesn't oh, matter.
0: Possession doesn't win you games.
1: Absolutely. Shots. Stoke 12. Leads 16. Oh, God. Okay. Shots on target. Stoke five. Leads four. Corners. Stoke six. Leads eight. Fouls. Stoke 11 leads 10 just look at that now you would not think that we would have lost just taking in those stats we would have lost 2-1 that tells you that today was a slog an absolute of a game because we just didn't play well in that final third we didn't finish we the shots on target were obviously compared to we got 16 shots for only four were on target We rely on Roof to have a belter every time, of which he's stepped up to the mark. We're in the second leg of the season now. We absolutely need someone there. It's not going to be Bamford. We're all sitting here going, ooh, is Bamford going to be back? It's not going to be Bamford. We need someone to to, to come in and challenge Roof when he ain't playing that great. It's as simple as that. If we think we don't need a striker... I'm sorry, the Tyler Roberts thing came on today, came in at the number 10, so uh, Hernandez ended up getting punched out left. I know Bielsa's theory is we've lost Saez. therefore we need to replace him with, well, it's Hernandez has replaced him in, as a number 10, but we need to replace Hernandez on the wing. Look what happened today. We bring on Tyler Roberts. We need to score a goal. We need to convert one of our 16 shots into a shot on target, and we put we bring him on, the striker as a number ten, you know we need someone to come on and absolutely smash these goals in for us. I'm not sure who that is it's obviously easier said than done. We need to do something about that offensive final third I
0: mean we just do need that person who does who is a deadly finisher, someone who is um the clinical type and would be good at our level like a like a tammy Abraham. Oh, you know, yeah. like one of them. That would be fantastic to get our hands on. But I only think, well, you only get one of them every so, like every once in a while. But I feel like we do and need very, to look. I'm very expensive. Yeah, very expensive. and we do need to look for players like Tammy Abraham, like players that are like him, good at really good at this level, and like maybe we can get on loan,
1: loan until the end of the season. I think. I think what's interesting, isn't it? We've uh, we're going to talk about transfers. Uh How how can we attract a Real Madrid first choice keeper? Which, by the way, uh, the Spanish Sky Sports pundit that they always drag in says is the fifth best keeper in that league, despite being third. I heard, by the way, that literally Zidane's son has been flagged in. I think is it would it be Zidane's son's a goalkeeper? I'm sure it I think was. think it is. Yeah, yeah he, it he is, is yeah. now starting, I think this weekend, starting for Real Madrid because the, because we've taken that keeper and everyone else is injured. This guy is is essentially the business as far as... And we as, got um, him sorry. for free. And we got him for free and we brought him in. We, we, if we've got the ability to do that, surely we've got the ability to get one of these strikers who knows how to smash it in. The one I always go back for is Jermaine Defoe. And I know it's unproven, and I know a lot of people go, oh, whatever, Jermaine Defoe, far too old. I just think, why has he gone to Rangers and not gone to Leeds? (laughs) I think we we should have got that type of calibre in. And do you know what? They might still. I'm backing him. I don't want to knock him because Orta has been proved to be absolutely wonderful in bringing in players who now look outstanding, but also, was apparently really instrumental in getting Bielsa here, who's an absolute legend. And we obviously, like a steam train, we're flying towards Bielsa talk in a minute. But the reality is, I'll repeat again of all that 20, 2019, in fact, you know, we're talking Christmas time. Stoke hadn't won a game. The last game they won was before Christmas. We have won one game in the last five. That is an issue managers in the past have been sacked for that this isn't a rally call to get bielsa sacked at all but there's obviously squad issues we need to address
0: Phillips going has been well a really big blow to us because i mean he was just he was kind of just like bossing the midfield he was cutting off all the supply lines so we don't know if Phillips did start in some of them games he may he may have made a difference maybe like today but so far like, Foreshaw
1: well, was wonderful in the last game, though, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was good. And he really did that. I mean, I prefer a foreshore and Phillips midfield. I I prefer clicking the 10 and foreshore and Phillips in midfield. But because of the next point, which I think is we've got to touch on, Pontus Johansson banned. Guess what? Next game, Rotherham. Guess who's back? Phillips. Is he going to play in centre mid? Probably not because pontus has now been sent off and there is absolutely no chance in fact lad we're going to play some music for this because we 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 need to address a situation i've never genuinely ever bought into but the last 24 hours has ramped it up here listen that is the x-files do you know what the x-files show was lad? Uh, a bit before your turn I
0: think it was, current, was it about aliens
1: it was about conspiracy theories and aliens now I've never bought into the conspiracy theory that the EFL are against Leeds, but let's just go through a little bit of a timeline okay you know we, we have seen that there's gonna be an investigation by the FA and and at uh, the championship that we're all leads are getting looked into big time and just before the game starts today an hour and be- uh, a half before it is announced that and why would you do this on a saturday before the games it is announced by the EFL that Leeds have had 11 complaints from other clubs in one letter they've got together and they decide to announce that there's th- these league these clubs from the championship in this league want action taken against Leeds. now by the way these clubs at this moment in time on saturday uh half five on the saturday the 19th of january have not announced who they are i think we can fair to say uh derby are in there last night the bristol uh chairman came out and said he thinks there should be some action taken These guys, it'd be really interesting to see if they show their faces about this. But that happens an hour before the game, an hour and a half before today's game. Why? And yet they're not giving us any resolution to that. They just decide to release that information on a Saturday. Why? Tell me why. Why is Bielsa getting so much heat? Why is there even an investigation? And I just want to flag something up right now. OK, I know started on Stoke and Pontus. I did some research this week, which, you know, I normally don't do. But let me just get it up here now. I remembered there was once uh, an incident where it was in the Premiership and it was Crystal Palace and Cardiff City. OK, the team sheet for Cardiff was leaked and it was suspected that someone at Cardiff gave the team sheet that was going to start the Cardiff of to Crystal Palace, it was discovered that this was genuine. Now, let me just read you this. Let me just read you this now. Crystal Palace has been fined in relation to the alleged leaking of information about the Cardiff City team prior to a game between the sides last season. The Premier League has announced. This is a Premier League. So, this is a Premier League issue. A, a flipping team sheet has been leaked. Not some guy standing in the field legally with binoculars looking on a training session. A team sheet has been given to the opposition, yeah? yeah? The Premier League board upheld the complaint who alleged that the team information was leaked to officials at Palace prior to the match on the 5th of April, which for South London Club won 3-0. The Premier League board has considered a complaint from Cardiff City regarding the conduct of Crystal Palace official. The statement from the league read, the board found that Crystal Palace breached rule B.16. By the way, I can't see where that rule's from. I can't find it online. And has exercised its summary jurisdiction and fined the club. So... This rule B sixteen states in all matters and transactions relating to the league, each club shall behave towards each other each other club and the league with the utmost good faith. They find the club. There's actually background to this. If we're saying it's all about sportsmanship, it's all about faith, there's actually something that has happened at a Premier League level which resulted in a fine. And you might say that actually that was worse. That was a team sheet. They knew who was playing where. Not some guys standing in the field with binoculars. And yet, an hour and a half before today's game, the, the EFL decides to release a statement, not mentioning who the clubs are. They're all hiding behind it. This is the biggest conspiracy. I've never bought into it before. Conspiracy against, for some reason... And I've heard this mentioned, and I feel like an idiot saying it. It's almost like they want Leeds to stay in the championship. Honest honest to God, that statement comes out an hour before kickoff. Bristol owner calls for a points deduction the day before. They are investigating a man stood on a road legally. What is going on? And then, let's fast forward to the game. The referee has an absolute nightmare. One. Pablo Hernandez, absolute penalty, clear as day. You'll see it online. Yeah. Me and lad have seen it online. As you know, we heard, we heard uh, the commentary, and the guys on LUTV they said, "Yeah, penalty." No, not a penalty. It is blatant. Then you get Pontus Johansson falling over. He fell over. Yeah, exactly. That's he all he over. did. He just fell over. He didn't even. T- the guy continued running. He messed up. Bailey Peacock, which we should talk about in a minute, came out, did an amazing save on him. And that's when the player then objects. Excuse me, if you get fouled, as any footballer will tell you, you put your hands up and go, yes, I got fouled, especially in this day and age, okay? That did not happen because that guy knew he hadn't been fouled and he claimed for it, and yet... No, Pablo doesn't get a penalty against him. And yet Pontus, who I believe got a silly first yellow card. um, I think it was for back chat. I think uh, uh, I've just picked it up from a commentary earlier. I'm not sure if I've recalled that right. But gets a second yellow for what is absolutely not even a foul. What is going on? What is going on? Stupid.
0: So stupid.
1: I don't know why... There is this, you know, I mean, if anything, it's almost like I think Raj Rosani needs to start speaking to the guys in the Premier League and becoming pals with them. Because they're obviously the big, powerful guys who could say, hey, you know, EFL, do one. We need these guys in the Premiership. Leave them alone. There's absolutely nothing that has gone wrong. Leeds have done nothing wrong in these past seven it's days. It's just that's
0: the elite and everyone <laughs> But what he's doing,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm happy for his day. Is that's how we get along. But it's like... We get, we get punished. We always seem to get punished for differently to everyone else. That's how it feels. I know there will be other football fans going, "Oh yeah, whatever, crybabies." But the last seven days, if have ever been an example of that, and I've never bought into this, but it's absolutely ridiculous that's going on. Hey, Stoke City played great first half. You know they've got a Premier League team, and we drew nil nil with them because we played rubbish. Apparently, until um, their goal, we we really stepped it up and were all over him. Luke Ayling, header, apparently should have been there. Butland, Premier League keeper. Played for England. England. He saved it. Yeah, fair enough. Great. Do you know what, actually? Losing 2-1 to Stoke, in all context of what they've got and what we've got, is absolutely fine. I suppose what is now pouring out here is when you get bad decisions in a game against you, complemented with this ridiculous letter that for some reason the EFL have decided to just throw out there an hour and a half before the game and go, oh, by the way, guys, we, we're still investigating this. What's there to investigate? Nothing has been done right. The Bielsa press conference was absolutely clarity of, hey, this is for my anxiety. Let me show you what the research we really do is. You've got Pep Guardiola coming on TV saying, this guy's a genius. This is not cheating. Pep Guardiola, guys. Look, at, look what he does. He's not Argentinian. He's Catalan. He's Spanish. And he said what this guy's doing is great. Why would he say anything different? It's absolutely ridiculous now, simmer, simmer, let's just calm down, let's just calm down. We've played poorly we've won we've won one game in five. there's issues
0: nothing illegal. he's came out and said what he does, even Pep Guardiola, who won the Premier League, said that he's a genius, so I mean the reason why people are trying to get us punished hard is because everyone hates leads no no one in this league likes us everyone has something against us and they always want to see us suffer they don't want to see us go back up into the premier league they want to see us stay in the championship they don't want us to have good times it, it's just it's just that everyone's against us and they're all begging they're all begging for something to happen to yeah, us but,
1: but do you know what this this is brilliant because out of all the podcasts if you if you want good tactical uh you know observatory of of what's going on, listen to other podcast leads fans because what all this will do is give you how we genuinely feel and lad see what you're feeling now, yeah see that what you just said. That's what it's like to be a Leeds fan. And do you know what you do when you're a Leeds fan? You convert that into the passion. You convert that into this is why we're Leeds. And when you're winning, and by the way, yeah, we lost today to to what is essentially a Premier League side that have been doing crap. That's a frustrating thing. But we lost to a Premier League side today. Guess what? We're still top of the league. Mm. Still top of the league, you know? And we've got the greatest manager possibly – not just a championship this season, but man, if we get into that Premiership, I can't wait to see what Bielsa does. It's going to be outstanding. Because yeah, like all
0: the all the bonus money we probably get from going up, we're, pro- we're going to have like a transfer budget of at least like 80 mil. Hey, look, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you now. I'm telling mil. you
1: now. The future's exciting. Let's not get lost in a bloody 2-1. And by the way, Alioski's goal got a save from the corner. Was, look, Jack Clark had a, a really lovely shot. Their lad got a bit of a touch on it, so he went out to a corner.
0: Where we did score from.
1: I, I thought it was fantastic. Great finish from Alioski. I mean, he had nothing to do with why we went. I'll tell you what, actually, let's just focus on what the hell was Click doing with that header. If you do that tomorrow in football, (laughs) honestly, you'll be subbed. That, I I just don't, from a player who's got such a wise head on him, especially this season, with the way he plays, I mean, you know, by no stretch am I saying he should be dropped at all because that lad is is, is part of our backbone. But clicks one mistake, I think the one mistake I've seen him do all season, and it was a ridiculous one. Just anywhere but uh, to Anywhere the side but where of it. he did. He just the back hit it with the back of your head, man. Don't put it don't head it to the side on the edge of the box. I reckon we take this. Rotherham next. Um We've gotta go for it. We've Prediction. got to, this has gotta we have gotta win well, this. They did lose
0: four two at home to Brentford. Today. Yeah.
1: Right, well we we need to get this. We, I reckon, this is I reckon three 0 win. It's such a shame Pontus is banned for it. I I mean I don't know if you can. If if we appeal for this, I think what happens is if they think no, you're wrong for appealing, then it becomes a free match ban. He's only got a one, so it might even be worth just from a tactical point of view going, okay, Calvin's back. Let's rock him into the back two with uh, Coops for the next game. We've got to, we've got to win this, and I'm hoping in that meantime we get some other elements in. I, I generally think we do need. Uh, another striker. You heard the top. Uh, I, we've got to get a striker in. I'm sorry. Uh, we can't wait for, for if we want to go up, we can't wait for Tyler Roberts uh, to, to kick into motion. We can't wait for Bamford to get, get fresh. Let's get someone in, guys. And I know you've got it, Victor. I know you know who that guy is. Let's go get him. Come on, let's go for it.
0: Jack Clark getting all the attention from Premier League clubs. So he should. Um, rumors are there's been a lot which have, been, uh, which have been wanting to buy him. But I think, well, the official one is um, a Southampton deal. <laughs> well, it's a bit of a stupid yeah. fee. We Free would never mil. let him go for that. Three mil. mil.
1: I mean, you're having a... I mean, uh, the, uh, it sounds arrogant. Um, Christ, the rants we've had today, we're probably sounding really arrogant, the most arrogant we've ever been on the podcast. Apologies all. But... I mean, three million for Jack Clark, who is absolutely a... His role this season will be he's going to help us get into the Premiership. That's his role. And look at the money you get for that. So you remove him, we've got less chance of getting to the Premiership. Therefore, three million? You're having a laugh. No (laughs) chance. Get a grip. He's not going. And it looks like, thank God... You know, we've got uh, a, a, the backing of, of management at the top level. who go, you're having a yeah, I mean, laugh as well, because as far as we believe, Southampton have been not back, have not they? You know, it's yeah. not, they're not getting it. Three million. Um, we put this on our Instagram at Lad to Leeds. People were going thirty-five million. It actually was quite consistent. A few people said thirty-five million. Do you know what? I think it's got to be more than that. When you look at what we'd get. Is is worth so much more, you know. Essentially, what you're saying is, if we, if we actually let him go now, we might not get promoted, which means we've got to spend another season in flipping the championship. There's no chance, no chance no. we can let him go. It just financially doesn't stack up, you know. You almost want money to compensate for not going up because of players like. That's how I feel, anyway. What about you? I, I, I value Jack Clark that much.
0: Well, yeah, to be honest, well, maybe not so much 35 million, maybe 30 mil. Really? I mean,
1: I think more. You get you get hundreds of millions going up. You get hundreds of millions.
0: One of these Premier League clubs if they do buy him, we don't know how he would they don't know how he would play in the Premier League because he hasn't played at that level before, so he might play a bit bad. True. Yeah, but I, yeah mean,
1: I get that, but 3 million is a joke. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 30 mil at least, I think.
1: Well, look, Agree to disagree because i think we're on the same level i think you'll probably be more realistic than i i don't think just on jack clark i don't think he will not start ever again i think as as long as he's fit he will always start yeah i think that's it now he's in the team until the end of the season by the way i really do i think i think that's where we are with him and what about kiko well we got kiko you're keen on this guy
0: I, i i think it's a great signing really well, looking at some of the videos of him, I think, I mean, what you weren't keying on him, he seemed to to parry it out into the middle yeah. a little bit, but then, yeah. but when he did that, he'd he'd always recover proper quickly. Well, in in those he points, the reflexes. point you're
1: making is, you came over to me, didn't you? And you? went, dad, look at this, and it was videos of him, and what I, it just stood out to me was, in all these in game, it was all his games he played, it was amazing saves, but he never held it. And he was knocking it down into the path, like right into the middle of the goal. It was never to the side. He was knocking it down into the path. And in these saves and these videos, he was lucky because those strikers were like, "Oop, missed it." But I just thought, "Hang on a minute, this guy in all the in this video is just knocking it down." That was just my point. I'm look the guys who've bought him. He was a Real Madrid third keeper. All knows what to do. I mean, I'm I, I trust it. I'm happy to be there, but in all fairness, Bailey Peacock, by all accounts, did great today.
0: Yeah, well, I would like to maybe see him get a run out against Rotherham, See how he plays, because uh, well, well, two goals from today. I'm I'd, I'd like to see him start. Do you not think for Rotherham.
1: Do you not think? No, but Bailey pe- played well today. Yeah, I know. So but... why would you risk changing that? Because like we need start. to win. We just said, Robert, but you you want to see that? I think under-23s. Get him in there. See what happens. See how he goes. He's going to have to perform brilliantly for the under-23s. Because Peacock, for me, he's, again today, he was great. You know, by, uh, by all accounts, everyone says he was top today. And, you know, even for that sending off, he, he pulled off, he came out and did brilliantly with the player. It's unfair and, and very un-Bielsa-like to drop Peacock at this moment in time, I would say.
0: If there isn't the 23 games this week, make him start in it. See how he does. If he does get a clean sheet and does pull off some amazing saves, then maybe think about starting yeah, it. Yeah, he's, he's got to fight.
1: He's got to fight. What about this lad from Swansea then? On, on Bielsa's laptop, someone spotted when he was doing his presentation in the emergency press conference. Mm. All we know is that he's really quick. Don't we? We're That's it, else. really. I mean, he's probably playing tonight. I think he's at Swansea Sheffield United tonight as we yeah. record this. Maybe uh, we'll pop out and have a look at him. I just don't know enough about him. He's, he, but he's he's definitely one that isn't going away uh, as far as rumours are concerned. And it does make sense to, to possibly get a winger in as well. Let's wait and see what happens. And, and you know, just before we go on anywhere else, it's actually forget the conspiracy stuff we talked about let's forget about losing to stoke let's just focus on some really sad news that 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 came forth to the to the uh leeds family phil mazinga i remember him getting signed and I, I, I put it on twitter i remember he um was uh in when lucas Radaby was by sergeant wilco and uh he was really exciting he was just a really exciting player to look at and Wilco's thing was he, he predicted a African team would win the World Cup in the next ten years, and these guys are probably going to be in it. Well, he was wrong, but I tell you what, Lucas Radebe ended up being great, and you know Phil scored one of the most mad goals ever against, I think it was Arsenal. When you hear the likes of Noel Whelan talk about him when he came in. Um, he is a big loss to the football family as a wider. Apparently, Africa were um, really kind of upset, and he he was he was a guy. He was a, he was one of the Mazinga was one of those players that come along and you remember. And certainly was for me Thistle Hotel Strip. He, he I, I, every time I think of that Thistle Hotel Strip, I I just think of him. And then there was little Toby who uh, passed away. He was battling. And he battled hard. Uh, He was brought to our attention because he was part of the Leeds United family, and Leeds were brilliant in letting us know about him. And you know, from a a dad who has a lad who follow Leeds, and we have this passion. uh, This kind of stuff really hits hits hard. And do you know what? All our love go to Toby's family. I can't imagine um and and you know obviously never want to imagine what what you're going through but you know there's absolute love oozing out towards you guys and god bless you tobes all leads are we Batty about reading No, oh, uh lad even though he's ill he's still reading David Batty's autobiography. Did you hear his snort there? That's him trying to breathe. (laughs) Lad, you're reading autobiography. You bring us a fact. What is the fact? So when he went to the game to the Ibrox uh, against
0: Rangers, uh, no Leeds fans actually were allowed to go there because of security reasons. And then Gary McAllister, McAllister scored a shot from 25 yards out. And apparently the stadium was so silent you could hear a pin drop in there.
1: Yeah, I remember that. Watched it on telly, ITV, and it was horrific. Uh But anyway... Party about
0: reading. Match
1: out this week. Thank you for all your support. It was a really interesting week because I think anyone who's got any kind of uh, Leeds United associated social media account got absolutely rinsed this week because of spygate all that kind of stuff big shout out to toby Bolton, who is at dj Wheatloaf. um him and his family all the way up in gateshead very much like me and lad he's a new listener to the podcast and he's been proactively this week really going out there bigging us up uh we love you tobes love you and your family for that it's awesome he's also always trying to get on to talk sport to talk about leads but never quite manages to get on hmm Another conspiracy. Vlad, who else has been helping us this week and being absolutely amazing and getting a podcast out there? Thank you,
0: guys. On Facebook, we have uh, Calvin Waite and then Sven Roon Johansson, uh, Calib Trinity Downs, and Russ Wade. Then onto Twitter, at AddyboyLUFC, at Kathy Hall. At Fiona Millie. At Batty Boys. <laughs>
1: so you've got to giggle when that's said, but yeah, nice. That's Batty and David Batty, by the way.
0: At Mr. Andrew Irvine. At Real Rogues. At Dinglebert Dev, one of the hosts of the Talking Shut po- podcast.
1: We, we were really kind of starstruck with he followed us. And, and we were like, oh, he's amazing. And uh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> great. Nice one. So uh, uh, hopefully, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dinglebert. Nice one. At
0: A Popey and Adam Pope from BBC Radio Leeds. So
1: again, another celebrity name drop there for Lad to Leeds. It was awesome. You know, what was really quite nice when the news dropped about the 5pm press conference in the week lad messaged me because he got home and saw have you heard the news i went no way oh my god he's gonna resign we just thought completely negative stuff to the point where i was in a management meeting and it got to 5 p.m and i went i'm sorry i'm gonna have to leave i think the leads manager is about to resign i can't miss this and i walked out and it was popey who, you know, don't get me wrong, this, we've got some great journalists who follow leads and keep us informed, Phil Hay, etc. But Popey was on it. He was banging out all, everything we need to know. And it was just, I don't think Popey realises actually how important that stuff is to us. So thank you so much. Big lad shout out. What's happening on Instagram?
0: At txm.bxgooley dot underscore at harrison dot petty underscore at woodhead dot lewis at lufc underscore fans underscore bible at wayne manjo underscore al tv uh from all leads tv all
1: leads tv get subscribed to that get on youtube it's amazing
0: yeah and at, uh football underscore r underscore uk at Remoir eighty six and at Lufc underscore Fletch.
1: God knows what is gonna happen between now and next week. EFL investigations. Eleven clubs have complained about Spygate. We've lost to Stoke City. We have Rotherham. It's it's a, it's a rubbishy Yorkshire derby, but it's a Yorkshire derby. But more importantly, it's one we've got to win. I believe in Bielsa, hopefully we'll have some transfer activity that fuels us for this running we're coming into. Guys, we've lost 2-1, but guess what, we're top of the league, all Leeds aren't we? Come on, let's go. Come on, Lee.
0: I took my lad to Leeds. Join the conversation on Twitter, follow on Instagram at Lad2Leeds, Facebook. Search lad to leads.